What's up, guys? Welcome to No Regard, the number one basketball podcast in the world, because we say so. I'm your co-host, Vase Mubin. I'm here with my other co-host. Hi there, guys. Army, as usual. Uh, Army, how you doing? Well, my day's been pretty good. We woke up early to do this podcast. Supposed to do it at 10 a.m. It's now 12.45. A little bit of a rough start. Uh, we dressed up for you guys today, so I'm feeling uh, nice and snazzy about that. I'm feeling good, too. Um, I'm feeling good because we have some amazing news to talk about today. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the 2021 NBA Finals. We'll get into that later into the show. Um, we'll get into that, that Game 6 amazing performance by Giannis. We're going to talk about Chris Paul and what he's got in store and and his ranking in the all-time point guard list. But before we get into all that fun stuff. I want to talk about some NBA news, like always, that we talk about at the beginning of the show. So to start off the show, I mean, the Lakers, breaking news from about 10 minutes ago prior to recording this, the Lakers are eyeing a sign-in trade for Chris Paul. Do you think this is a good move for the Lakers, and will it make them the best team in the NBA if they get Chris Paul? Um, I don't know if it'll make them the best team in the NBA, but it'll definitely give them like a championship contending mentality in the West because this year what we saw from Anthony Davis and what we saw from the Lakers in terms of injuries and everything, we were afraid the whole time. Like There was never a chance that we were 100% confident the Lakers would enter the NBA Finals. If Chris Paul was on the Lakers and they added some more depth, then yeah, they're coming out of the West in my opinion. But... A healthy Brooklyn Nets is the best team in the NBA. I'm not going to stop saying it, but I doubt they can stay healthy at the same time. So if, y- if you want to say, like, if the Nets aren't going to be healthy, because that's my prediction, then the Lakers, yes, they are the best team in the NBA next year, if Chris Paul's on the Lakers. So assuming the Nets are healthy, though, and Chris Paul comes to the Lakers, and, and let's say they were to go head-to-head, Who's the be- not saying I'm not saying who's w- going to win because we don't know how the final rosters are going to turn out, but who's the better team if Chris Paul and LeBron James and Anthony Davis go against the Brooklyn Nets? Who's the better team there? So I really don't know how Chris Paul's going to fit with LeBron James and Anthony Davis because in the past few years in the Lakers with LeBron's lesser athleticism than previous years, he's became more of a playmaker, a primary playmaker by far. So Chris Paul being the best passer in the league, that makes it a little more difficult to Le- for LeBron to do that. So he has to become maybe a post player, maybe a slasher, maybe a wing player. So uh, it'll be weird, but they're also the two smartest players in the NBA, so I'm sure they're going to figure it out. Um, I think that the Lakers win that head-to-head in terms of superstar power uh, because Chris Paul's undoubtedly going to perform when it's big time. We now see that. Um, LeBron James is, in my opinion, the clutchest player in the universe. Uh, I mean, one of them. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of them. If you're not counting, like, Marcus Morris. What about 2011? No, no, I'm saying right now. Okay, right now. Yeah, if you're not counting, like, Marcus Morris. <laughs> that, guy, that guy is so clutch <laughs> for some reason. Marcus Morris Sr.? No, there, yeah, senior. yeah. No, not s- Yeah. Oh, okay. Mar- Morris Sen- yeah, does he, he have a son? He's got a son, okay. yeah. He is so clutch. No, there's some like random clutch players in the NBA, but in Rudy terms of Gay. S- Rudy yeah. Gay is extremely clutch. Yeah, yeah. Damian Lillard is maybe more. Cl- uh, Kyrie Irving might be more clutch, but I don't know. LeBron James is one of the clutch players. He's up there. Is what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so I do believe, because of experience purposes, the Lakers are better than the Nets, Big P. Also, yeah, okay, that's that's fair. Also, I think, if aside from the offensive side, if you take a look on the defensive side, it doesn't compare. Chris Paul's a really good defender for his size, for his position. He's only like 5'11", but he averages over two steals a game for his career, and he just... He knows how to play defense, better a better defender than Kyrie Irving or James Harden. LeBron, when he puts his mind to it, is a fantastic defender. Uh, even at his old age, he can still, when when the time comes, when the moment comes, he still can put clamps on guys, and he still can get a chase down block every once in a while. And, and his communication skills with Chris Paul alongside on the defensive end would be something something else to see because two alpha dog, two leaders de- leading the defense, leading the communication between the Lakers, it, it that would be that would be instrumental for the Lakers defense. And then on top of those two guys, you have Anthony Davis down low, uh, who can guard probably two through five. Um, I mean, one of the I, I think he's the best pick and roll defender in the NBA when when he's guarding um, when he's on the big. Uh, he's the best pick and roll defender in the NBA. So um, to that d- that defensive lineup. Uh, or that defensive comparison between those two big threes uh, definitely goes to the Lakers. Um, but yeah, in comparison for a big three, um, I I don't know. It it's tough. The o- I think the offense would go to the Nets, but the defense to the Lakers. Um, but I I I think that the Lakers should definitely pursue this move, sign and trade for Chris Paul. Definitely. I mean, Chris Paul proved that he's not lacking ability and he won't be lacking ability anytime soon. Even in Oklahoma, I assumed that he'd become like uh, like lesser. Like I think that we all thought he might have been a little washed when he went to Oklahoma, but no, he proved he could carry them to the playoffs. He could fight still. Now this year he's in the NBA Finals on the Suns. He he's proven that he is a top 5 point guard in the league right now. So, he's not slowing down anytime soon. Totally agree. Um Next piece of news before we get into the big, big, big kahuna. Um, Team USA chose, uh, decides to choose JaVale McGee over Julius Randle and Christian Wood for their final roster spot. Army, is this the right move for Team USA? Uh, yeah, I think it is, actually. Like, And I know you're a Julius Randle fan, and I know you hate that I say that this is the right move. But from what I've seen in two Team USA games, exhibition, exhibition matches, because that's all we've seen so far, we're recording this on the 21st, right? Um, it is the 21st, yep. Yeah, so uh, all we've seen so far is exhibition matches, the most recent being Spain. Spain had a size advantage against us with the Gasol brothers. Uh, Australia had that big white guy. I don't know what his name was. Um, but we need a legit big, <laughs> and the top five bigs in the league right now are foreigns. So you find somebody like JaVale McGee, who's a legit seven-footer that's a seriously good rebounder and a lob threat, and I think it's a great fit for Team USA. Great athlete, too, JaVale. Yeah. I mean, he has hops for his size, got long, long arms. You know, I, I, you, you said that I wouldn't like this move because I'm a Julius fan, but actually, yeah, so their reasoning for getting JaVale over those guys, the reports say, is because they needed a shot blocker. They needed a big man that's going to defend the paint. And if that's what you're looking for, yeah, you're right. Julius Randle is not that guy. You're not that guy, pal. A- and Christian Wood, I mean, he's had a breakout season this year, but he's also he's not he's not the rim protector that and, and defense de- defender that um, Javale McGee is. 
Um, so at the end of the day, yeah, I do think JaVale was a solid choice. Um, he's not going to demand the ball. He's not gonna, He doesn't need the ball to score. I mean, he's just a, a lob threat, like you said. And, and I think he fits that that role well because he's played in Golden State with uh, around a bunch of superstars. He's played with LeBron around him and AD. He knows how to play alongside stars. And that's that's what you need, I guess. Um, that's what you need uh, to fill out this roster. So, yeah, I think it's a good move. I mean, yeah. how I would say it is how Giannis says it. Play your role like a star. What does he say? Yeah. Be the star of your role. Something Be the star like of your role. JaVale McGee is the star of his role. He plays it well, wherever he plays. I agree. I agree. Next piece of news, Army. Stephen A. Smith claims that the Lakers should consider trading AD for Damian Lillard. I know we got a lot of Lakers news uh, on the on these first few pieces of news, but um, we got to continue with that because Army, AD for Dame? What do you think? No, I don't think that's a good decision, to be honest. Damian Lillard's amazing. Don't get me wrong. He's one of the top 15 players in the league. Anthony Davis, though, had one off year. Like, he is a guy that in New Orleans could get you 28 and 12. Last season, he got Consistently you... Consistently 28 yes, and 12, yeah. 22 and 8 last year, something like that. Uh, definitely a down year. Um, but as long as he can get back to fir- full stature, even the li- first-year Lakers stature, uh, we can be contenders again. And Anthony Davis and LeBron James were the best duo in the NBA in the in their heyday. Oh, for sure. Like, not even purely talent-wise, they work together like nothing I've ever seen. For sure. It is special to watch them on the floor out there together. For sure. Um, Yeah, no, and, and in order to beat the Nets, you must keep Anthony Davis and keep LeBron James and then pair them with Damian Lillard if that's what you're trying to do. But the defense that Anthony Davis plays um, – and and the scoring ability that he provides, uh, and the size that he provides, uh, like I said, he's one of the best pick and roll defenders in the NBA. So to to say that you should trade him for Damian Lillard, I mean you're losing your defensive anchor, and you're losing a guy that's gonna be you know he, who's gonna get you close to thirty a game when he's healthy. The problem was that he wasn't healthy, and that was Stephen A.'s point. He said that Damian Lillard missed. Um, Oh, oh, sorry. Anthony Davis missed more games this season than Anthony da- oh, than Damian Lillard has missed his entire career, which is a valid point. But at the end of the day, um, Damian Lillard doesn't fill the defensive role that Anthony Davis would, and you're not the same defensive team without Anthony Davis. Um, I don't care what the stats say. Some the their defensive ra- rating is better without Anthony Davis. I don't care what that says. It's just stupid um but i i don't think it's a wise move uh what Stephen a said to trade ad for dame it you're just losing too much and assuming ad is healthy then i think anthony davis is a far better player to be honest than damian lillard he's a far better pairing with lebron as well i think uh next piece of news another lakers piece of news so sorry to all the celtics fans out there um Jake Fisher reports that the Lakers are interested in acquiring Lonzo Ball and Kyle Lowry. Army, I know we talked about the sign and trade with Chris Paul, um, but how do you like those two fitting on the Lakers? I mean, hearing that news gives me butterflies. If I'm being honest, hearing Lonzo Ball, big booty Lowry, but also <laughs> Lonzo Ball. I mean, 
I've always I've always had a sweet spot in my heart for Lonzo Ball because when he came into the league, he was so hyped up, you know, nice looking light skin man, <laughs> and and you he was so lovable, like his passing ability, his dad, his family, <laughs> like he he was entertaining. At UCLA, he could give you step back deep threes. I don't know why he couldn't do that when he came to the NBA, but he was lovable. And uh, when the Lakers traded him, it was um, kind of heartbreaking for me because he went to a small market in New Orleans. Uh, seeing smaller him than LA, s- smaller. I say it's a small market. Smaller, smaller. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Nothing. Everything's smaller than LA. <laughs> yeah. There's four teams in California, <laughs> but. Seeing him come back to the Lakers would be, I think, really great, especially bringing a fast-paced player to a team that's right now trying to look for older guys or vets that can get them a championship. I think that would be really important um, to balance out the team. I agree. Um, I agree with what you said there. I also – I mean, one of the last episodes, I don't remember which one, I talked about how Kyle Lowry, I thought, was a perfect fit for the Lakers point guard. He brings that grittiness, that toughness, that that defense, uh, good spot-up shooter. He brings that to the Lakers, and, and, and that would be really beneficial for the Lakers. Um, but at the same time, I don't love the Lonzo fit in L.A., to be honest, because he – I just – he's not very consistent, to be honest. His numbers are decent, but he's not super consistent. Um, he doesn't – when I watch Lonzo play, I don't feel like he's giving a huge amount of effort, to be honest. And that's probably just, like, how he plays. But I, it just pisses me off to watch that sometimes because uh, he has a lot of potential. He really does. He gets better every single year. His jump shot's looking better. I think he shot 39% from three this year somewhere – or 37 or something like that. Um, he, he He's improving rapidly. But for a win-now team, I think Kyle Lowry is the way to go. But the only problem that I have with Kyle Lowry is that he gets paid $33 million a year. And the only plus that I – well, not the only plus, but one of the pluses I have with Lonzo Ball is that he gets paid only $8 million a year. So 33 or 8. I'd rather have the 8 because then you can go out and pursue other guys. You get Kyle Lowry, I mean, that's – takes up a large chunk of your cap space. So this these are trades for both of these guys? Right. Trades. Yeah, no, that's that's a lot. Oh, uh, 33 million. But Kyle Lowry does give us evidence that he would perform in big situations. Oh yeah. He was ma- he was a huge piece for the 18-19 Raptors that won that championship. Oh yeah. I mean, took charges, hit big time shots, you know, played defense, made plays. He's phenomenal in big-time situations. So, um, Kyle, yeah, Kyle would be my number one option. But like you said, 33 versus 8, that's a huge difference. You can trade Lonzo Ball for most of the guys on the team for $8 million, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. $33 million, we don't have that many guys that make that type of money. We would have to trade some large pieces. It might be worth the big booty, though. Yeah, that would bring a lot of fans to LA. Oh, yeah. For oh, sure. Yeah. I mean... That could bring a whole fan base. I mean, I'm pretty sure Summer Ray has, what, 20-something million followers? Yeah, I mean, that you're looking at that kind of numbers for yeah. a Lakers game. You yeah. could be adding a huge fan base to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> um, Army, let's get into the real show, because I'm tired of hearing that news. We just watched one of the most fun 
series I've ever watched um, last night. I wouldn't say it's the most, but it's one of the most fun series I have ever watched. Um, Army, listen, I want to say congratulations to Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks on winning the 2021 NBA Finals. Congrats to Giannis. Giannis put the team on his back as he finished with 50 points, wow. 14 rebounds, 5 blocks, all while shooting 64% from the field. And get ready for this, 17 for 19 from the free throw line. Yeah! <laughs> Army, let's get down to business. After an all-time great finals performance like this, is it time to start recognizing Giannis as the best player in the world? Oh, wow. That question stresses me out. I mean, so I think about it like this. I'm like, Giannis is one-dimensional. Giannis can't shoot still. I mean, obviously, he had 17 for 19 from the free throw line last night, but he still cannot shoot. Um, but then I think about it like this. He can't shoot, but could anybody... Could the other guys that I'm comparing to him, LeBron, Kawhi, Kevin Durant, could they put up these stats in the finals right now? Could they put up three 40-plus games, one of those being a 50 game? Could they do that in the finals right now? A 50 game in a closeout game. A 50 game in a game six where you won the NBA finals at the age of 26. Mm -hmm. No, none of them can do that right now. Giannis Antetokounmpo is the best player on planet Earth. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, wow. Giannis is better than LeBron James, you're saying? He's a two-time MVP. LeBron's getting up there in age. LeBron couldn't carry this year past the team that Giannis just ended in six games. I get it. He was injured. Giannis had a hyperextended knee, ended them in six games, averaging 35 points, 14, what was it, 12 rebounds, 60-plus percent from the field. I've never seen anything like this superhuman of a man. This is the greatest player in the world right now. <laughs> Wow, I, I really love the passion you're giving, Army. Um, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I, you know what? You make a really good point. You make a really good point because LeBron couldn't take down this team. But at the same time, LeBron was also injured. And I'll get your, I get your point. Giannis was injured, too. He had the hyperextended knee. Um, and, but LeBron didn't have Anthony Davis that series for the most part he did for a couple games but he wasn't he wasn't 100 percent. he had anthony davis anthony or lebron davis. he had 34 An both games yeah okay anthony davis nor lebron were 100 percent though okay well, can that's we fair. agree on that yeah it's it's really hard it's really hard to put a player and say he's better than lebron james right now it's really difficult for me yeah me too <laughs> i can't do it wow I can't do it yet. <laughs> Whoa. Because look, I look at the way that the the Suns were defending Giannis. And I've seen better defenses against Giannis before than the Suns. And in the finals, you're supposed to have the best defensive scheme that you can against an all-time player like that. And I just don't think the Suns provided that. I think if if the if the Suns were to guard LeBron like that, he would have put a up a very similar all-time great performance. If the Suns were to guard Ke uh, Kevin Durant in that manner, and in, in, in the m he would put up an all-time great finals performance too. But what I'm saying 
what what I s- what I am saying when I say guard him in that manner is that was a one on one the entire time for Giannis. Very very rarely did he face a double team in that fi- in that game six. Very rarely did they build a wall to stop him from getting to the uh getting to the rim in that game six. Very rarely, very rarely was um uh was Andre. I mean, fuck. I mean DeAndre Aiden um doing like he 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 did a solid job against Giannis. I mean, considering Giannis is a very you know physical s- specimen. But I just don't think I can give him that title of the best player in the world just because of a one game. I'm and not one series. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, let's talk about series then. What did you think? Do you think that the Suns played better defense on LeBron James than they did Giannis Antetokounmpo? They played two very diff- de- different defenses against both each of them. Okay, this is what I saw. I'll tell you what I saw. The primary defender for LeBron James was Jay Crowder throughout the first rounds. Yeah, I yeah, correct. They did have help, which was DeAndre Aiden and other bigs that they had come in the game. I didn't see Frank Kaminsky play much in that series, so they don't actually have many other bigs. But that's a switch when it comes to the Bucks series. DeAndre Aiden is guarding Giannis Antetokounmpo. Jay Crowder is the help. When Jay Crowder was put on Giannis, no, first thing, Giannis got DeAndre Aiden in foul trouble all the time. Mm-hmm. He kept doing that consistently. He did a good job of that, yeah. When Jay Crowder was put onto Giannis Antetokounmpo, that is when he dominated. LeBron James can't dominate like Giannis Antetokounmpo anymore. He is not the Miami Heat LeBron James anymore. If this was 2012 and you put him up against Giannis Antetokounmpo, 2012 LeBron versus right now Giannis Antetokounmpo, man, I'm still struggling to answer this question. Really? They're similar. They are similar. In terms of their dominance, they're similar. In terms of their dominance. Obviously, LeBron's a better shooter, but I've never seen a force in the paint like Giannis Antetokounmpo moves at an accelerating, intimidating speed, jumps not like any other 6'11 player I've ever seen, and is strong, powerful. He's a force not to be reckoned with. Giannis is our modern-day Shaq that can move at the speed of light. I don't understand it, and I never will. But, yeah, I think Giannis is the best in the world. Yeah, no, I, it's hard to argue with that, considering he's he scored half, almost half of their points last night, which is absolutely insane if you think about it. But I, I think you're being a prisoner of the moment right now. Okay, well said. And you're forgetting what LeBron is capable of when he's healthy. No, I I think that I would think I would think the same thing about a year ago. But even about a year ago, I said to you, Giannis Antetokounmpo's the best player in the world right now. I said that. I don't know if I believed it, but I said it because he was putting up numbers that I hadn't seen before in terms of efficiency, scoring and rebounding. So I thought that he was the best in the world. But no, I don't know if I thought it, but I said it for sure. But now I have actual evidence. LeBron James couldn't do what Giannis could do. Therefore, I think Giannis is the best. And at the same time, 
I get what you're saying. We haven't seen healthy LeBron in a little bit. Will we ever see healthy LeBron again then? Because it's been like a year and a half that we've been making the excuse, oh, LeBron wasn't healthy. What do you mean a year and a half? He was healthy last year and he dominated the finals. Not like this, though. <laughs> really? I, I He played a hell of a finals. Okay, right? let's, hear, let's hear LeBron's 2020 final stats versus the 2021 final stats of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Because I don't think that Gian- LeBron did this. Because at the same time, who guarded LeBron in last year's NBA finals a lot of the time? Crowder. Yeah, Crowder. <laughs> exactly. He's everywhere. And he sucks everywhere. LeBron <laughs> dominated him. I'm just kidding. Suck. I'm just kidding. I think Jay Crowder's an amazing player. Little dirty at times. Can hit threes. Good at defense. But Giannis killed him. Giannis made him his child. LeBron didn't. I look, look, Army. I don't, I don't have the stats in front of me because it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I'm trying to find them. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. You put me on the spot right there. Um, but look, okay, no, sorry, I, I have them, <laughs> I have them, I got them. LeBron, LeBron didn't put up as many points as Giannis. He put up 29.8, so almost 30 points a game he put up. LeBron put up 11.8 rebounds, so almost 12 rebounds a game, and eight and a half assists. He only won the finals MVP as well. They beat the Heat in six games. So 30, 12, and, and we'll, we'll say eight. We'll round down. Um. Look, I'm I'm not looking pu- purely at the numbers because the b- game of basketball is more than just a box score. I I don't know because I think if guarded properly, Giannis is more easily stopped than LeBron. LeBron has a jump shot. He has a better post game than Giannis. He can pass the ball better than Giannis. He's a better leader than Giannis. I would say he's. I mean, they're both physical specimens. They're both freaks of nature. I'll give you that. Um, Giannis. I mean, at different aspects of defense, Giannis is better. At different aspects of de- defense, LeBron is better. It's har- it's it's a hard thing to say. Right now, though, I have to say I have LeBron number one still, Kevin Durant number two still, and Giannis has moved up for three. Moved up for me at number three. I used to have Kawhi at number three. Giannis is my new number three. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to say. I, I can't. I'm not going to say you're wrong because, in my opinion, I haven't seen LeBron healthy in a minute. So, in my opinion, one through three is interchangeable. Hold on. Sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. Let me ask you something. Giannis just won his first championship at 26 years old. LeBron didn't win at 26. He, he I think he won at 27 or 28. Jordan didn't win until either 27 or 28 either. Mm-hmm. I think... You know what I'm hinting at asking you. Does Giannis have GOAT potential? So, I just used the reasoning that it didn't matter that he couldn't shoot because of how dominant he was. But when I put players' head... uh, For for me, a lot of times, when I look at greatest of all time rankings, I put players head-to-head. What they can do better than one another. Okay. Giannis can't shoot. Giannis, yeah, Giannis can't shoot, and that's a problem for me. Michael Jordan and LeBron are both above-average shooters, you know? So uh, if he were to develop a jump shot, a consistent one that could get 35 from three, 35% from three, 
you know, hit 70-plus from the free throw line, then he has goal potential. I, I highly doubt that he would keep stay in Milwaukee and become the greatest player of all time. But then again, LeBron transformed the Cleveland Cavaliers, who were a very small market team, into one of the biggest markets in the NBA when he was there. So, I don't know. It could happen. It, it's a possibility. What do you think? Give me a percent chance that he ends up being... Well, uh, okay, let's not say GOAT. Let's make this a little easier. Give me a percent chance that he ends up being an <coughs> excuse me, a top five player of all time. Uh, 15% chance. Okay. I don't think there's a good chance at all. It's very hard to make in the top five. Of all top time. five is a different top level. Top 10. Give me top 10% chance. Uh, 50% chance. Whoa, 50%. 50% chance, yeah. 50? I think it's not that difficult to kick out someone like Tim Duncan because mm. he's in my top 10. Okay. Um, I think I think Giannis has the potential to do that. Okay, that's fair. Because he's more dominant than Tim was. Tim has accolades on Giannis. Mm-hmm. That's why I have Tim in there. Yeah. So for me, uh, GOAT potential for Giannis, yes, it's definitely there. But like you said, he needs to add a jump shot. He needs to add something to his game. Because right now, what he does I don't think is sustainable. Him bodying his way into the paint, him using his physical athleticism. You can do that for only a certain amount of time before your body gives out. Look at LeBron. Look at LeBron. No, LeBron's doing fine. Uh, yeah, but, but LeBron has added things to his game. Right. Is why he's doing fine. Look at Jordan, though. Um, He added that post game because he didn't want to put that physical strain on his body. He added that fadeaway. He added that mid-range jump shot to his game. He didn't come into the league with that. He added it to make himself more durable and to not put as much of a strain on his body. Giannis needs to develop a mid-range shot. I don't think the three-point shot is as important for him because he's always going to be a big, strong guy. Um, but I do think a mid-range shot is very important because it makes it forces the defense to um, to to close out on you or, or to guard you closer, which allows you to drive past if you're Giannis. Um so there's things that need to be done still. And he's only got one championship. We're very much, it's very difficult, but what we are doing is we're living in the moment right now, and we're prisoners of the moment right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'd say around, f- there's a, I'd give him a 2% chance <laughs> uh, being a top five player. No, Dude. okay, I'll give him, I'll give him. 2%. <laughs> okay, I'll, 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 I'll move to five with you. I'll go five with you. I said 15 Oh, uh, being a top Wait, five did I, player? Wait, did I say 15? No, I thought you said five. Yeah, I think I said 15. Okay, all right, well, you're going with 15. I'll give him a 5% chance to give him the top five player of all time. And I'll agree with you. I'll Well, I'll give him a 40% chance of being a top 10 player of all time. Okay. Which is a really good percent chance. Yeah, that's a great chance. Because Actually, sorry, I want to drop it down to 35. 35% chance. No. <laughs> I don't so know. So difficult. I'm going to go 40. I think it's very... Forty percent chance Giannis is a top ten player of all time by the end of his career. Sorry, okay. go ahead. All right, I think that it's very likely that Giannis Antetokounmpo develops a jump shot at some point, because we've seen guys do this with the same problem as him. His problem is his arms are too long, his hands are too big. When Kawhi Leonard got drafted out of San Diego State, his his con was he can't shoot. Kawhi Leonard's one of the best mid-range shooters in the league right now. Mid-range assassin. He's a deadly three-point shooter when he, he when he needs to be. So, Giannis Antetokounmpo at some point, and, and and Giannis is one of the hardest workers in the NBA. So 
I can guarantee you at some point he will develop a jump shot. A very wet jump shot, maybe? Yeah, I think it'll be really wet when he develops it. I think the way it'll splash to the net will have everyone dripping. (laughs) 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 That is our cue to move on to the next topic. Last topic of the day. Chris Paul was up 2-0 in this year's NBA Finals Army and went on to lose the next four games. Does this change where Chris Paul ranks on your all-time point guard list? Does it help his case that he even got to the finals? Does it hurt his case that he lost four straight? What what do you make out of this? It helps his case that he made the NBA Finals, and he performed throughout. He didn't have bad games. I think he had maybe one that wasn't great. But, I I mean, he is not a top five point guard ever Whoa. for me. Whoa. He would have been if he made the NBA Finals. He would have taken out the five spot. Do you mean he would have won if he would have won? If he would have won the NBA Finals, he would have taken out the five spot. But no, he's not a top five point guard ever, even though he tried his hardest. Hopefully next year he goes to the Lakers, wins a championship, then I'll give him the spot. But mm. list your top five for me. Alright, it, it's rough. It's it's difficult. Oh, it's v- it's very difficult. Go ahead though. Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard ever. Uh primarily because he has five championships. He's the greatest passer of all time. And Yep, that's all I have to say. He was one of the two basketball gods. And then we have Stephen Curry, the greatest shooter of all time, changed the game of basketball, a top five player in the NBA right now. Um, Then we have Oscar uh, Oscar Robertson. Oscar Robertson was a uh, deadly defender, a triple-double threat, could do everything at his time. I'm not a fan of using players from the 70s and 60s, but sometimes I got to do it. Uh, at the fourth spot, I have Gary Payton, the glove. Oh, wow. Yes, Gary Payton was uh, the best guard defender ever, and he was also an offensive threat. He uh, led the Supersonics to a championship appearance but couldn't get it done. He was a what? Nothing. Go ahead. I mean, he he's – am I missing somebody? N- no. I mean, you you make your own list. Okay. Right. All right. I thought, I thought I'd looked crazy or something. I mean, in my opinion, you do, but go ahead. Okay. Keep going. At the five spot, I have John Stockton because I have no reason anymore to put Chris Paul over John Stockton. If Chris Paul got a ring and John Stockton hadn't had a ring, that would be different. He would take John Stockton's spot. But John Stockton is better at everything than Chris Paul was, according to my, according to what I'm looking at. Chris Paul's a better scorer, yeah. Chris Paul's a better scorer, but that's not what I'm looking for from this list. John Stockton gave you 13 and 11 almost 11 assists a game the all-time leader in assists by far like i don't think this record will be broken ever i mean maybe at some point but but yeah by far the greatest or the most assists of all time the most steals of all time um was the leader of a jazz team that made the nba finals lost to the great michael jordan same as gary payton chris paul lost to Giannis antetokounmpo so yeah that's why chris paul is at number six for me might want to fix your hair a little bit. looks a little bit messy. Wow. Okay. I do have a question for you because you have Gary Payton number four, right? Yeah. He doesn't have a championship. He doesn't. What puts him above Chris Paul? The fact that at the time he was seen as uh, a top five player in the league. 
right now we don't see Chris Paul as a top five player in the league, and I don't know if we've ever actually seen Chris Paul as a top five player. No, in I the think league. at some point in his career he was. M- maybe, but I don't actually know. <laughs> so, um, so I love Chris Paul. Don't get me wrong; I'm a huge Chris Paul fan. One of the best point guards ever, and so amazing and fun to watch. But Gary Payton is the greatest point guard defender of all time, and a better scorer than Chris Paul. Lacking maybe uh, only playmaking ability to the great point guard himself. But, uh, yeah, Gary Payton's there for me. Michael Jordan's hardest competitor. Wow. You know, I, I'm going to go, okay, I'm going to get my top five now. Because, uh, well, actually, first I want to start by saying I do think him getting to the finals helped his legacy. No matter yeah. if he won or lost. I don't care. He got to the finals. Me which too. Was big for him. He was he was behind actually two people. He was at eight for me before this. Oh, okay. Yes, wow. I had Jason Kidd and Steve Nash before him. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, and then he got to the finals and he moved up two spots. Yes. Okay, so I, that helped his case for me, and I think he's an amazing defensive point guard too. He uh, averages more than two steals a game. Obviously, his playmaking is off the charts. One of the best passers of all time. Um, he can uh, mid deadly mid range shot too. I don't. I, we didn't discuss that, but how many mid range shots did he hit that series? And tough, tough shots, just over and over again. Kept going at it. Um, so I want to give those props to CP3 before I get into my list. I agree, Magic number one. I don't think I even need to say anything there. Steph number two. Again, I mean the best shooter of all time has three championships. I don't th- enough said there. Here's why I disagree with you, because Chris Paul's the third best point guard of all time. Whoa! Chris Paul is the third best point guard of all time, Army. Um, Wow. And I'll tell you why. Because John Stockton, you you have John Stockton above Chris Paul, right? Yes. And Gary Payton. Those two are above Chris Paul. Okay, I'll tell you why Chris Paul ranks higher for me. Wait, and Oscar Robinson. Uh, Robertson. Yes, correct. Chris Paul ranks higher for me. So Oscar, he won a championship. He had Kareem on his team, right? Don't you have Magic at number one? Speaking I do. Of Kareem? I do have Magic number all one. All right, all right, continue. <laughs> Oscar won a championship, had Kareem on his team. I'll give it to you. He put, he put up phenomenal stats, but have you seen that guy's jump shot? I don't care about his jump shot. I don't – I really like don't. Like, have you seen the guy play? Like, it – he put up great stats, but could he play today? If you want to talk about that type of stuff, Bill Russell wouldn't play high school. But Bill <laughs> Russell wouldn't play D1 basketball. <laughs> Will Chamberlain couldn't play D1 basketball. I don't care about Okay, Will's another play story. Let's not okay, Will might be the Will greatest <laughs> yeah. ever. I don't really know. But, but yeah, Bill Russell. Go watch a finals <laughs> between Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell and then tell me Bill Russell <laughs> could compete in a collegiate sport. No, Bill Russell would have been the worst by far NBA player in today's league. <laughs> sorry, go ahead, continue. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's why I'm saying relative to Oscar Robinson's uh, Robertson's era, he is he is the third. Wait, Bill Russell will be the worst player in the NBA today. Are you se- have you seen have you seen him play? First thing, he's left-handed, <laughs> but he dribbles the ball like this with two hands down. He catches it, and his primary move. Is a handoff <laughs> to to John? Ha- no, no, no. To um, to any Sam Jones or anyone on his teams. I mean, he could do nothing <laughs> besides either catch the ball wide open and dunk, or get a wide open layup 
maybe a hook shot on his most <laughs> talented day, but Bill Russell would be by far the worst player in the NBA today. <laughs> Much respect to the 11 championships, <laughs> but you are just 6'9 and slightly athletic. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can't disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Okay, let's get back on topic. Oh, God, okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know where, where, where how we got Sorry, because you said Oscar <laughs> okay. couldn't play today. Couldn't okay. Play today. okay. But I still have Bill Russell in my top five centers ever. That's <laughs> okay. why That's right, why I'm all saying. Right, all right, let's do point guards, though. Okay, Chris Paul is the third best point guard of all time. Because if you put him in that on the Utah Jazz team with Karl Malone, I do think they do just as well. So that's why I don't put or even better potentially. So that's why I don't put John Stockton over Chris Paul. Stockton had a longer career. That's why he has more career assists, more career steals. Chris Paul has had a fairly long career as well, but he didn't play. He hasn't played 20 years in the NBA yet. Um getting to the finals was huge. Whichever team Chris Paul goes to, they dramatically improve. Look at Oklahoma City, look at Phoenix this year even. Look at uh, Houston. They got to the Western Conference Finals. A lot of people believe they would have won the finals if he was healthy uh, in that conference final series. Um, so I, I got to put Chris Paul number three uh, for those reasons. Um, I have Isaiah Thomas number four. Isaiah is who I was forgetting. I still wouldn't put him, but he's who I was forgetting. I do have Isaiah Thomas number four. Number he won two championships in oh, – I wouldn't call him Michael's prime – yeah, he's got two championships. Okay. Isaiah's got two. I want to call him Michael's prime, but it was Michael's earlier days. Um, but to take down Mike, and he had impressive numbers as two. He averaged around 20 points in his career, but it was a very slow-paced game that they played, so it would be inflated if he played today. Uh, I give Isaiah number two, uh, number four, excuse me, because because of his two championships, because of his two championships, because of his greediness, because of his toughness. I got to give it to Isaiah. Then I'll give you Oscar Robertson. And I do I totally agree. I do have a bias against those players that played in the 70s and the 60s be just because yeah, you're honestly 100% right. They couldn't play today. Mm -hmm. They couldn't play college basketball. I mean, if you give them the training and all that, yeah, then they could probably compete. But here's the thing. If you just take that player and drop if you just take Oscar Robertson and drop him in in a high school game, he could maybe get a uh, no. That's too much of a stretch. Sorry. He's if you six just yeah, he's six five. He'd still get buckets. Yeah. Okay. S that that's wrong. If you drop him, let's say in a D one basketball game or in the NBA, no. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna average a triple double for a season. He's not gonna do this kind of stuff. So yeah, I give him top five just because of because greatness is different than best. Uh, and I'm sure we'll get into that at some point in a, uh, another episode. But, yeah, I give I give Oscar number five. He's got a championship with Kareem, too. Um, so props to him. Great player. Um, yeah, I, that's, that's my top five. So relative to their eras, what makes Chris Paul better than Oscar Robertson? Well, here's the thing. Oscar has one championship, right? Um Oh, relative to their eras? So that's that's what I'm saying because I value how much Chris Paul has done in this era. And I don't think Oscar could really compete in this era. So that's why I put him above because if I put Chris Paul in Oscar's era, 
I think you'd probably blow by half those guys, um, probably 75% of those guys. More, to be honest, more than that, because he's faster, he's more athletic, he knows the game of basketball. Um, I think if you put him in that in that era, then he'll be fine, and he'll be really good. Stop, stop, stop playing with my feet, Arnie. We're just playing footsies. Stop. Can, can we not play footsies no. during the episode? No. Um. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right, that's my top five. So yeah, that's why Chris Paul deserves number three over Oscar. Okay, I get that, and it's reasonable for sure. I just don't think, yeah. I I mean, can I ask you something? Yeah. What accolades does Chris Paul have? Finals appearance. N- now he has a finals appearance. I don't know how many times he's been an all-star. I don't have his accolades pulled up. Um. Compared, I mean, Steve Nash has two MVPs, and I didn't put him in my top five. Jason Kidd has a finals appearance. with n- Name a couple players on that Jason Kidd's Nets team. Kenyon Martin. Is that is that it? Is that's that it? That's one that I'm sure if I thought about it, I could. Okay, Jason Kidd carried a team to the finals. Jason Kidd, I didn't put him in my top five. It is a, it's very difficult to get in my top five for the point guards list, and I don't have a reason to put Chris Paul over John Stockton still. Well, look, you asked for his accolades. He's an All NBA team nine times, All Defensive team nine times, led the NBA in steals six times, which is a record, by the way. And um and has led the NBA in assists four times. So, so you tell me when you can lead the NBA in assists all time, because Chris Paul hasn't, or will never, because <laughs> John Stockton has fifteen thousand. He also didn't have Karl Malone on his team. So. He had Blake Griffin. He had DeAndre Jordan. He had James Harden. He now has Devin Booker. He had now has DeAndre Ayton. He also had Shy Gilgis Alexander. He's had a ton of great players. Don't tell me he hasn't had great players. He's had enough to average tennis. None of those players are better than the Carmelo. Lob City was the highest playmaking. Like they, they had so many assists, so it was pretty easy to. And also, Carmelo ha- is the second leading scorer ever because of John Stockton. Don't get it mixed up. John Stockton's not the greatest assister ever because of Carmelo. It's the other way around. Well, I wouldn't contribute that a hundred percent to John. I mean, he was a good, he was a part of it for sure for him being the second all-time leading scorer. But to say that it was because of John, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, I'm not contributing a full thing to John. I'm not saying he'd have zero points without John Stockton. I'm just saying it's it's not because Carl Malone was there that John Stockton is dominating the assist list. Okay, fair enough. So those are our top five. I mean, I think let's wrap it up. What do you say? I think so. Else? I think it's been fairly long. I don't know what how much it's been, but I don't know. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening to No Regard, the number one basketball podcast in the world, because we say so. If you want to find us um, on any social medias, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, our handle is at No Regard Media. Um, visit our website for any uh, business inquiries or any um, more information about the podcast at noregardmedia.godaddysites.com uh, That's Army? still our domain? It is still our domain because uh, it costs money to change our domain. If anyone wants to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> uh, any small we companies. We could use the money. We, <laughs> could, we could definitely use the money. Uh, we are lacking. I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest. This poster was from the Soulard Market in St. Louis, Missouri. It is not expensive at all. That poster was just ordered off Amazon. 
We're lacking a lot of money for our setup. Uh, we'd love a sponsor. GoDaddy sites is still our domain. So, yeah. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to No Regard. We'll see you next week. Peace.